I, I just wanted to share, you know, a little bit of my experience uh, with you guys tonight. Um, uh, my sobriety date is May 15th, uh, 2019. Um, my sponsor is the famous or infamous Bill C, depending on how you know him. And um, I am a sponsor myself. Uh, so even though I have a little less than a year and a half, um, I am, you know, reaching out to other people. Uh, I have gone through the steps. Um, my home group is the Hermosa Beach Men's Stag. And our saying is do the steps or die, dot, dot, dot. You can piece together in your mind what the dot, dot, dot means. But, uh, you know, it, it's a really important part of, you know, what our group is about and what we stand for. And, you know, it's a testament to my sobriety, you know, by going through the the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, that I'm, that I'm at where I am today. I have a lot to be grateful for. And I've really come a long way in, you know, in the short time that I have been sober this time around. Uh, this isn't my first attempt at, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous. I was first introduced to the program uh, when I was uh, 22 years old. I was in the Navy and I was put in there because I just, I kept getting in trouble with alcohol. Uh, you know, my, my, my childhood was um, pretty typical of an alcoholic. I had uh, alcoholic grandparents, uh, alcohol, alcoholic father who went to prison. And for me, you know, drugs and alcohol just kind of became a, you know, a part of my life when I became a teenager, you know, in high school, started smoking pot, started drinking when I was in college. And then once I got into the Navy, it just, it really uh, hit the big time. Uh, like I said, I just, I, I constantly found myself getting in trouble. I wouldn't wake up for class um, when I was um, early on in, 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 in my military service. And they thought it would be a good idea for me to, you know, really experience what this program was. And I gave it a good shot. Um, I stayed sober for about a year and a half, um, just going to meetings and white knuckling it and found myself out there again. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't old enough. I wasn't like in, like you guys. I just I wasn't old. I you know and and for me I was just too young. I wasn't out. I was not an alcoholic, but I was. You know I, I was I was showing all of the signs. I was a blackout drinker. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't keep it together. Like I said, you know, just for me, walking a normal path with alcohol in my system wasn't wasn't something that I was what I wasn't able to do. Um, I ultimately. I got in trouble a few more times and I was I was removed from the Navy. They, they kicked me out and I found myself uh, living in, in New York City um, straight out of rehab, you know, now with much money. I was living off of the unemployment that was offered to me at the time by the Navy. And I started going to meetings again. Um, I started making lots of meetings. I didn't find a sponsor. About nine months in, I stopped going to meetings and then I was just back out on my own. I thought that I had this, this alcohol thing cured. And the funny thing is, is I, I haven't drank since they kicked me out of the Navy, but I found myself in the Bronx buying marijuana to, you know, fill this hole that I had in my life that, you know, that alcohol was filling for me and it, and it didn't become a problem for the next eight years. I continued to smoke pot. Uh, I experimented with hallucinogens and pills and all sorts of things along the way. But for me, alcohol was my problem. As long as I stayed away from alcohol, I was good. I wasn't blacking out. I wasn't getting pulled over. I wasn't getting kicked out, losing my job, anything like that. 
So I was able to function, but then pot and alcohol became the same thing at the end of all of this. Uh, I had a, a psychotic break from reality and I filed for a divorce from my wife. I claimed a lot of things that weren't based in reality. I moved into a hotel and I lost everything um, for about three months. And after I came out of that, that period of, of psychosis, that psychotic episode, you know, I, I stumbled into the Hermosa Beachman stag, you know, just kind of hat by happen chance. And my very first meeting, they were giving out chips and I hadn't experienced a meeting on the West Coast. And I told them that I had 10 years just because I hadn't drank in 10 years. And for me, you know, I, I it, it was an accomplishment to be able to say, yes, I haven't done this, but I wasn't sober. I was lying through my teeth and all of those guys knew it. And it took for one of them to call me out for me to really humble myself and, you know, kind of just start taking a look at what was really going on in my life. You know, I was living in a hotel. I was away from my wife. I was still going to work, but I didn't have much else going on for me. And what I, what I really lacked was a spiritual connection. I, and this, I had this separation from everybody, from everybody in this zoom and from everybody in a room of Alcoholics Anonymous, you guys were the furthest thing away from me. I was, I was isolated. And that's how I like to live my life. I just like to keep everybody far away. So nobody knew what was going on inside of my head, how I felt. And, you know, the furthest thing away from me really was a, a conscious contact with a higher power. And that's what I really had to reestablish. So having gone through Alcoholics Anonymous a few times, you know, I had laid this this foundation of I knew what my higher power was, you know, 10 years ago, but I had to, I had to reconnect with what this was. So I asked Bill C to be my sponsor. He hosts a Tuesday night meeting in his house. It's a really close knit group. And, you know, we're able to really get honest with one another with what's really going on. And the guys in this room, including Steve, the main speaker tonight would, you know, just be there and listen. And they would, they would tell me, Hey man, you know, you're, you're full of it and you gotta, you gotta get real. You gotta do these steps. And for me going through this, this program, the steps are what keeps me sober. You know, I, I don't have a lot of time, but I feel this time around because I've done all 12 steps. I feel like I'm in a better place. I'm able to sp spread the message. I'm able to listen to other people's fifth steps, you know, take them through this program and, you know, just be really of service to this organization. Um, I host the in-person meeting of our most of Beachmen stag right now. And, and these are things that I would, I would never have been able to do uh, if I, if I was still, you know, on drugs or drinking way back when I was, I was suicidal at the end of my time sitting on my kitchen floor just wondering how i was going to piece my life together why can't i just stop doing this on my own and it didn't even cross my mind to come back into alcoholics anonymous it had to be suggested to me again and and for me th it, these things just don't happen they don't click in my brain so uh i i took this suggestion and i came back and, and like I said, you know, this time around, 
what I've really done differently is, is stay connected to this program and be connected to everybody in this room. Um, I appreciate you guys, you know, having me here, you know, to, to share, you know, the, the time that I have had uh, in the program so far. And I hope that, you know, if you're struggling, you know, my suggestion is, is to go through the, through the 12 steps because you're going to be able to then, you know, carry the message to somebody else. You're going to be able to listen to somebody else's story. You're going to be able to, to be there. You're going to be able to pick up the phone. You're going to be able to, to not be inside your head all the time. Cause that's where I was and being locked up inside my head is, is worse than a lot of things because a lot of funny stuff goes on between my ears and I can't get out of there unless I express how I'm feeling to somebody else. I can't go to my wife a lot. I can't go to some of my friends with how I feel about my drug abuse. Some of them don't even, didn't even know that I was abusing drugs. So for me to be honest in a room of 30 people in here right now, or how many other people are, are, are present in here is, is a true testament of what this program can be for somebody that really wants to get honest with themselves to, to admit that they have this, this issue, and then to really try to reconcile a lot of the things that they've done in their lives and rebuild the bridges that they've burned, because that's what I've been able to do. I've been able to reconcile with my wife, a lot of my friends, my family members, and now I'm, I'm able to, you know, to continue and carry this on to somebody else. So I really do appreciate you guys having me and uh, I hope you enjoy Steve. He's a great guy and I really appreciate him for inviting me here to share this with you too. Thanks.